You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. to the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters Podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed. I'm here with Phil the Philip Badger. Thank you. I'm not a cat, but I haven't looked at my driver's license, so I can't be too sure about that. Uh, uh, without a care in the world, I'm... <laughs> I mean, if I were a cat, I would just be like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that, the the cat's, a cat's life is uh, is uh, kind of underrated at times, especially if you get a sweet house cat gig. I mean, the streamers that I look at that have cats are just having a very busy time. <laughs> um, usually, especially, like especially when the cat wants to be a part of the stream. Yeah. <laughs> No, like if it's not like this one where you can't, um, uh, where the cat isn't properly filtered. Um, I do see some streamers who have real cats that uh, <laughs> um, still want to be a part of the stream <laughs> by jumping on their back and things like that. <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> ah, yes. So, uh, but no, I wanted to... I know this isn't on the list, but... Um, um, we, I completely forgot that there was Project for Awesome this weekend. <laughs> I'm... Well, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't be sure if it was uh, in February if it got pushed into March. I know it was delayed from its usual time, but I wasn't sure how long the delay was. Um, I think they're going to um, um, what's it called? I think they're going to keep it at February now, given. What's uh what's happened? Like I'm looking at it as we speak, and they've raised more money this year than the last uh two years combined. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> I mean it. I mean I think it makes sense for a couple of reasons to to keep it in February as opposed to keeping you know moving it back to December. Um, you know, I, I don't know how it is. And, you know, speaking for myself only, I know that, you know, this December is a very busy time for me, financially speaking. So, you know, I would like to support project for awesome at that point, but there's so many other financial needs at that time. Um, it's you know something something's gonna gonna get gonna have to give, and I think you know, and I think a lot of folks kind of probably feel that way about uh, about the holiday season. I think 
project for awesome moving away from the from that holiday season i think will enable folks to be more generous and i i see like project for awesome now versus december you see that there's things like we've talked about MatPat before we've talked about markiplier and um, mr beast before and they have their own charity with like things like St. Jude that they do in December. So there's a lot of competition in the, uh, at that time. So February seems like it's a, um, a A little um, less congested, a little less, a little less congested. And also, uh, I think one of the big reasons why it's making so much right now is that, um, it, like the American people, like they're um, fed up seeing like small nonprofits that um, closing a hey, closing down, and so <laughs> they want a. This is their way of saying, uh, um, uh, being able to <laughs> being able to help, being right? Able being to a- give them exposure more mm-hmm. than ever. <laughs> so that's a hey, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, and I hope one thing that we do get out of this uh, is a pandemic when it's all over is you know just a reminder of just how much you know we we are a society we're not we're not all islands uh, islands in america but we we're we're people who depend on each other and you know and to that end we need to have start recognize that it's good it's a good idea to have everyone else have everyone's back so yeah it's like you said yeah it's we do not. Um, it's a good thing. Yeah, I I like these. This I've always liked this type of charity that's able to uh, um, expose uh, the big companies and the little companies that really need the help. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, what else? Um, so, um, if you were a um, TV character, who uh, who would you say you would be? <laughs> if I was a TV character, yeah. No, I'd like I like to think that I would probably be a character that seems somewhat heroic and helpful and nice to everybody but i think the reality would probably be at more be seen more like chandler bing than i would like <laughs> i mean i i get that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and i can see that i i would say you're more reserved than him but <laughs> Just to be nice. Uh, um, but no, like, when I was in um, 
when I was in school, I'm still in school right now. Uh, <laughs> um, haven't you been in school, Ian? Uh, um, 2012 to 2019. But <laughs> oh, okay. That was a nice five, you know, seven year stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Eh, they don't last long, do they? But no, uh, but no. Back when I was like middle school, high school, people used to call me Screech from Saved by the Bell. Uh huh. <laughs> just, I'm saddened to know that he passed away the last couple weeks. He did, and I, you know. To the you know, there is a degree to which even I'm sad about that, but I'm also hopeful now that he's he's able to find peace because it sounds like in his post Saved by the Bell years, he didn't he had kind of a rough go of it at times. Um, I I think it was CNN. I saw a video that said that his residual checks were like two to three dollars. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> So when people go back to him and um, say he makes a good amount of money, it's like no, he he really did not. And um, I forget how he passed away. It was just a he had a very aggressive uh, cancer, apparently. But, but yeah, that's that's unfortunate. It was, um, yeah. The only thing I um, I know that <laughs> like the most noteworthy thing out of um, what's it called? Outside of um, <laughs> uh, Safe by the Bell that he did was he was in um at least one um tv show called um celebrity boxing <laughs> yeah i heard about that i thought i had read that he was was a, was in a in a metal band at one point and you know he got he was arrested for being in a knife fight in wisconsin somewhere and spent a spent some time in jail as a result of that. Um, you know, he's just he he just yeah. I, w- I wish he had had a uh, had better luck and been able to uh, not be typecast as Screech, but it just didn't work out for him, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> yeah. I have no clever transition out of this, so I will go straight. <laughs> I will go straight to. Um, I, I do wait. <laughs> I have a good okay. transition. I mean, um, somebody should have um, um, stole from the um, stole from the rich to give to him. That's what was really needed. And speaking of Robin Hood, I saw on YouTube that if you if you go to YouTube, Robin Hood Men in Tights is free bats. 
Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I saw that. I, I, I meant, yeah, you mentioned that, but uh, I haven't watched that movie in years. Like we, uh, like, like right after the show, I was. Hey, we talked about Robin Hood last time about how they. Uh, um, the Robin Hood app, yeah. How Robin Hood app was um, being the opposite of its name. Mm-hmm. But then we see this pair. Hey, I see this parody movie and I found that to be ironic, <laughs> at least a little bit, that it's free some, to me. Some pro- <laughs> yeah, some programmer at YouTube has a, has a, uh, has a little, there's a little on the nose right now. I don't know if it I don't know if it was free when I first looked at it but I don't <laughs> I just just ironic to say the least um mm-hmm. um uh so what other things have been on um the YouTube space I think you sent me something <laughs> I did um do you remember a show from the 90s called uh beavis and butthead i i mom never let me watch that show but i have seen clips of it and things like that it's it's an acquired taste at least for me It, I can see that it, it's an acquired taste, but you know, it was definitely my jam back in the '90s. And you know, whenever I get a chance to uh, to check it out again, I usually will take it. Um, and uh, some some brilliant um, somebody uh, with a lot more creative sense than I um, took uh, dialogue from Beavis and Butthead, specifically Beavis. And matched him up with uh, Legend of Zelda cartoon from also back in this one is in late '80s, part of the Super Mario Super Show, and uh, kind of did a did a semi brilliant mashup that I wish I had come up with, and I know I'm not creative enough to come up with, but uh, go check it out. It's it's the Legend of Beavis, and uh, it's about ten minutes long. And doesn't need to be much longer than that. And uh, if you're a fan of Beavis and Butthead, it, it's a treat. Yes, and I, I watched <laughs> uh, in the comments of the of the video. Um, we're both scratching at the same time. Uh, <laughs> of course, we're kinda talking like about Beavis and like Butthead. <laughs> yeah, so, um, we're talking about Beavis and Butthead, and we're scratching at the same time. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, now no, I'm all self-conscious. Um, <laughs> but no, it's just like the level of hey, when you said when they say that when you said that more um, more creative than you were, I think this person was. <laughs> more creative than most. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you saw within the first minute, 
and you looked in the mirror, you saw um, um, you saw Beavis walking away. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I um, most people don't um, see that the first time. <laughs> I know I didn't. <laughs> I'm wondering what you're talking about. I'll yeah. have to go watch it again. Not that I really need to, need an excuse, but this is a good one. Oh. Uh, no, like just really. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just really clever editing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh huh. I I need to send this to people, but I um I don't know who to send it to because I. Don't want to offend too many people. <laughs> you could just put it. You could just make a social media post that says, "I don't know who needs to see this, but if if you do, you're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Um. Hopefully that. That uh, that little clip meets a better fate than the uh, than the Legend of Zelda Netflix series. Yeah, um, I did post it. Yeah, it did. Um, the Netflix series for Legend of Zelda did get canceled upon getting some attention for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess somebody from Netflix. Uh, wasn't supposed to post it then, and so it um, absolutely it got canceled. They cut, uh, Nintendo cut ties with it. Yeah, we 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 all know Nintendo's real protective of their intellectual properties. So um, if that's how it went down, I'm kind of not surprised. A little disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah, but then speaking of Nintendo again, there's going to be a a Mario series called Playing with Power on Crackle. Is that what what can you kind of go through what what that's about cuz I I didn't have a chance to uh, look into that. It's just supposed to be like a like a Mario series and I'm, I'm going to look it up. Give me a moment. Yeah. Um but from what I've heard, yeah, that one got announced, and that one did not get canceled. Not yet. Uh, um, let's see. And you said that's on Crackle, right? That's yeah. I, that's, I didn't know that. That's that's a that's the streaming service, right? Yeah, I um don't watch many things on there. Um, <laughs> it's not. Um, it's um. It's not. It's um. What's it called? It's um. I watched uh, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two on Crackle, <laughs> but it's—I it didn't know Crackle was still around. In all honesty, 
Nintendo is trying to bring it back, I guess. You know. Um, snap, crackle, pop? I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yep. Uh, uh, well, I... All I'm getting is the Nintendo Power Discord, <laughs> hmm. which well, is I, yeah. I found an article. It's a it's a docu series about the uh, history of Nintendo. So, <laughs> which is which is a start for Nintendo. Uh huh. But then we um. I see an article that says that uh, um, Nintendo has found trademarks for um, um, Legend of Zelda stuff. Um, uh, I'm looking yeah. for the. It's been a lot of rumblings about uh, about how Nintendo is going to celebrate um, the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda. And are they going to put more effort into it than they did celebrating the 35th anniversary of Mario? I mean, they have a they uh, bought trademarks for Let's Say Zelda, Phantom Hourglass, Orchid of Time, um, Skyward Sword, and I forget the last one. I want to say Majora's Mask. Um, <laughs> Yeah, possibly. Um, but no love for spirit tracks. Oh! <laughs> no, not for spirit tracks. Uh, and that's unusual, seeing that, um, what's it called? The TV series got canceled. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, they cancel the series, and then they file for trademarks mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> right and um, you know do you read anything into these uh trademark registrations or only if a, um i mean i don't know the details of it <laughs> is there anything uh worth mentioning about it <laughs> um not not that I'm aware of. I typically don't read too much into trademark registrations because a lot of times it's just renewing them in order to keep maintain the protection on them. So, yeah, I mean, usually when a company does that, like means that they're they're going to look to do um, more things with it, of mm-hmm. course. Um, that can, I mean, that can be what it means, certainly. Hopefully they don't sit on their hands with Legend of Zelda series, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, in my opinion, and most people's opinion, not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, we know Nintendo likes to take their time with anything Legend of Zelda, so... Yep. They are notorious for delaying Legend of Zelda games. (laughs) You know, and I think, you know, and I think the fact that when they, when they do come out, you know, they're 
rated 10 out of 10 across the board pretty much says yeah nintendo take take all the time you need with these so yeah um you know unlike certain other games that you know spend a long time in development and still feel rushed yeah the Nintendo really goes out of its way to make sure that their developers and team really get um, um, it, it, are at least positively motivated or at least and they they do their best not to lay people off or anything of that nature. Yeah, definitely. Um you know, and I think you know it was, and it was Shigeru Miyamoto who who came up with the statement. You know, the statement that I think is, there's a lot of wisdom to it. You know, a delayed game is good eventually, but a rushed game is bad forever. So, I think you know Nintendo does kind of live by that. Yeah, but there are some games like. And it's not on this list. Um, CD Projekt Red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna mention that. We were gonna find a way to mention them, weren't we? Yeah, I heard that they got uh, hacked by a, like a hacker group, and then their assets were sold to the dark web. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, uh, you know that's. Not you know I've heard some rumors that that's really wasn't a thing, but it probably was a thing. The only thing that could make this funnier is if it were stolen by Zelda and then sold to Ganon. But <laughs> well, I mean, whomever. Of the dark realm. I mean, I th- <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, from what I read, you know, the part of the conditions of the sale was that you know. No, you know, whoever bought bought the source code isn't allowed to like release it or do anything with it. Which you know, everybody who uh, who participates in those kind of transactions on the dark web is paragons of honesty. So I expect we'll be seeing leaks for leaks from that at some point. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> uh. But uh, but I did a bad thing the other day. Please, I do bought, tell. I, <laughs> I bought Cyberpunk 2077. Hey, my brother forced me to buy it for him too. So, oh. no hard feelings. Well, <laughs> now, I did buy it secondhand for like 25 bucks, but I did buy it. <laughs> and you know what? It's not that bad. I can see, I could see, you know, I play, I tried it out a little bit for a couple hours yesterday. And, uh, you know, for reference, I do have a uh, base uh, PS PlayStation 4, which is, I think, the console that's, you know, regarded as one of the more problematic ones for this game. And, and you know, I'm on the latest, you know, 1.11 uh, release, so it's been patched a few times and a few times beyond that. You know, I found it to be pretty playable. It looked good, you know, a so, handful of visual glitches here and there. 
But uh, you know, when I think back to my experience with The Witcher Three, and you know, my horse got stuck in a tree once, you know, within a tree, and you know, I still finished that game and had a good time with it. So. I'm not sure that I want to continue with cyberpunk right now, but I might uh, come back to it after another patch or two, but uh, it's uh, fine. I, I've worked at other streams for that game and doesn't look bad. At least from what I've seen, watched maybe about 30 minutes and saw, um, how it looked. It looked okay. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look too bad. It seems like the type of game that if a friend said, "Hey, play with me," I'll play it. Basically, you know, I think I think if there weren't the heaps and heaps of expectations on it, I think it would be regarded as you know a pretty you know a nine out of ten game based on what I've seen right now. Yeah. Now I don't know if that deteriorates the farther into the game I get, so we'll you know we'll see. But yes, we shall see, or mm-hmm. you shall see. I shall see at some point, but yes. and if you dare to review it, please review it on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 see if I come back to it in a couple months here. Okay. I just, I just, I, I need a break from the from the Ubisoft uh, style of game, style of open world right now. So you're saying like the Watch Dogs type of stuff, right? Yeah, they and the Assassin's Creed and the Immortals, Phoenix Rising. I need a need a break from all that. Yeah, just a just a soft reboot into Cyberpunk. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, yeah, I said I did finally finish uh, Watch Dogs Legion the other day, and it was a good idea. And I just wish Ubisoft had com- had really committed to the to the uh, had really committed to the premise. Oh, yeah, I understand. Because, yeah. It's fun that you it's and it's cool that you can uh, recruit um you know people off the street to uh, join your join your hacker group. But when it seems like everybody you recruit is equally proficient hey. in hacking and you know gun gunplay and hand-to-hand combat, you know kind of kind of you know, undermines the premise a little bit of, you know, all types and all walks of life working together to uh, fight back against uh, a fascist uh, takeover of London. Um, sounds a little familiar, but, <laughs> but I won't go too deep into that, though. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, if uh, if Ubisoft revisits the that concept for the next Watch Dogs. You know, I'm 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 intrigued. I want to see where they see if they uh, see how much they embrace it. It's like any game or any project you work on. Um, 
it is easy to be at the top of your game. It is very hard to stay consistent. Mm -hmm. (sighs) But my hat's off to him for trying. For, getting, for trying something new. Now, how is this... Um, is this... Um, Legion, how is it... Dif- how is this game different from the first two? Well, Legion is... there. You know, it's a game where there's no setup. You know, you're not playing a set character. You're, you know, you're recruiting from the citizens of London who are randomly generated and you know you can recruit them you know into your organization some are a little more willing some are not some don't want anything to do with your organization so if you really want them on your team you got to work a little harder to recruit them um and then i got you yeah but uh that that's the that's what makes that one distinct from the from the first two. But hey, so it's sort of like the um, <laughs> it's like the Final Fantasy VI of or of the Watchdog series, basically. Yeah, if if Final Fantasy VI had a uh, had a randomly generated cast of characters. Final Fantasy VI had a lot of characters, though. <laughs> That's sure what I'm did. getting at. <laughs> right. But those were all scripted. <clears throat> so. Yeah, they're more or less, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever played Sort the Court? <laughs> no. I have not. Have you heard of it, though? No, I haven't. Uh, that's a game that I would recommend to you. You're, I'm not sure if it's a free game or anything like that, but look it up. You, um, it's called Sort the Court. You're basically the king of a city, <laughs> and basically, you see like representatives of the city, like. An old lady, a a devil, a a tax collector, <clears throat> um, all sorts of different people and demons and walks of life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it's sort of like what you're talking about, <laughs> but. You're at the position of being the king of the city. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, um, that's all I have to say on that. Well, I do. Um, uh, last episode, and please slap me if I make a mistake like this again. <laughs> um, I said. Jim Sterling um, um, identifies as he, him, and on his last video, he 
he um, identifies as um, they, them. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. You know, I hadn't actually investigated to see what, what, uh, what they were calling themselves. So I didn't recognize it as a mistake. It just, that was my own ignorance. I mean, uh, that was a that was a mistake on my part. Um, no worries, Phil. Um, <laughs> I I don't feel very comfortable making that type of mistake, but I wanted to um, I wanted to correct that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but the record's corrected, so. We yeah. we know better now, so we'll we'll get we'll work we'll work harder to get it right going forward. Yeah, and that and like others that I've seen within trans and non um binary, non binary community that is um that is subject to change. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still jerk jerk so that <laughs> and I always will be so <laughs> hey, but, um, but that too is subject to change so <laughs> um, but then again I was just saying that because um, <laughs> sort of the court being the king Tim Sterling's the king of Games journalism, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the transition, but okay. um, um, I'm. We didn't have enough time last week to talk about humble bundle. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. But I wanted to get. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> a on Facebook, a probably like every time I go on I see another ad from Humble Bundle mm-hmm. um, do you think that Humble Bundle is doing well now um, I mean I see their ads all over the place too um, especially when I'm online on my laptop um, you know as far as how they were doing you know i don't really have a good sense of how they started and how it's going now so it's really that's really tough for me to say i mean they're a they're a they're an ad promotions company basically mm-hmm. sort of um like their first ad that they that i saw was one about um um they're selling a game oh they're selling the um, like the Nintendo online subscription for twenty dollars, and people are like, "Why buy it from Humble Bundle when you can just go on your Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. and buy it for twenty dollars?" Right. So I have a so I have a feeling that Humble Bundle isn't doing that well. <laughs> in my opinion. Well, I think it's more a case of, you know, what's the value that they add? 
because doesn't Humble Bundle don't they uh, donate some of their some of their proceeds to charity? I remember that vaguely. I think you're. I yeah they yeah they do. Um, I should check if they're a. Um, I should have transitioned into this first and asked if they're a five hundred one c three, but but I'm not. I'm not sure if they are, but you know, I mean, I don't know that they position themselves as a nonprofit, but you know, they donate some of their some of their some some portion of their proceeds to cha- to charities. That's my recollection. I don't, you know, not a hundred percent sure. I've never really looked into them that much to see what they're all about. So, um, no. I looked it up on Google and it said no, Humble Bundle is not a 501c organization. So, okay. so I cannot get a tax credit for buying something on there, which is just an unusual situation from the outside looking mm-hmm. in. I don't know. Um, see uh speaking of unusual situations and um being as calm as a cucumber um have you seen um <laughs> uh, have you seen uh microsoft edge <laughs> which one the old version or the new the one that no one's using aka nobody being on edge <laughs> right because everybody's using uh using chrome right exactly are you using chrome or firefox but then again who's or using my, firefox or, if you, or in my company they're still using internet explorer so yeah but Yeah, and there's certain like big companies that use Internet Explorer where they optimize it, but <laughs> you've mm. got to be careful of um, using Flash and ActiveX controls and things like that. Right. Seeing that um, um, the Flash isn't um, the Flash is getting discontinued, but um, Justice League Unlimited Snyder Cut is coming out fairly soon. That was quite the transition there, Ian. <laughs> I, I know, right? That was quite a transition. I yeah, thought I that was just uh, a coming... one-off joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, like, where are we going with this again? Sorry. <laughs> something, something about Edge and how nobody was using it and Microsoft's finally removing the old version in favor of the version that's based on Chrome. Yeah. 
I mean, there's not a lot to say outside of um, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, quoting a song that has Edge in the name, but um, I can't remember if it's uh, from Aerosmith or uh, Guns N' Roses. You mean living on the Edge? Living on the Edge, yes. <laughs> That's that, yep, that is an Aerosmith song from, I think, 1994. Which is a average song for them. But, uh-huh. But uh, Microsoft Edge will just have to just dream on. <laughs> dream on, dream on, yes. Dream until... They come up with a new explorer, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, speaking about dreaming and nightmares, um, have you heard about uh, the new Resident Evil game and how there's this eight-foot lady? <laughs> Apparently, Rule 34 is going a little crazy with that. Yeah, just a little bit. It's like um, people came to realize that she's wearing heels and that um, she looks nine foot six when she wears them. Oh, wow. uh, People have suddenly found out their new fetish. And what? (laughs) Uh, and want her to step on them so that's 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 quite the fetish (laughs) I know I mean I have I have no interest in being stepped on by uh, um, I have no interest in being stepped on by by Anybody four feet, five feet, six feet, seven feet, eight feet, or even nine feet tall. No, uh, I have no interest. Um, I mean, the one thing that I have. I mean, we're not we're not trying to kink shame anybody, but <laughs> no, it's just I, not it's just not my bag. Me neither. <laughs> I, not, not my thing either. Um, the one thing that I have over um, is my hey, the one thing I have right now is my height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> no, <laughs> it just no. That's not how it works for me, at least. <laughs> and if uh uh. Markiplier has anything to say about it. I don't care. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there was one point where he's like, I will break you, Philip DeFranco. <laughs> For insulting Lady Demetrescu. <laughs> That's the name of the character. But oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't played Resident Evil in a long time, so vaguely familiar with what what's in the new trailer so 
I have not played Resident Evil, so <laughs> all I've seen are clips and things like that. And there's this one um, AMV YouTube um, skit where they play um, Resident Evil 4 clips to You're a Mean One, Mr. Grins. <laughs> oh. That sounds like I'd be kind of down for. I'd have to, I have to try to find these. I will. If you don't look for them, I will um, look. I will send it to you. But. Yeah, I'm going to need to see those. <laughs> I, um, I did. I did one of the. I did play Resident Evil Four, and I have fond memories of that game. So. I like seeing clips of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, I think that is the Resident Evil game that got Resident Evil on the map, but then five wasn't as good. Well, Six the, was bad. Seven, seven put it back good. on the map again. And dates seems to be hitting it out of the park. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll wait and see right what happens with with uh, with number eight. Yeah. Um, let's see. We talked about Zelda, 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 and Zelda. Um, Watchdogs. Yeah, we had a very we had a very Zelda heavy uh, <laughs> list on our this week. Uh-uh. <laughs> see, we have talked about Watchdogs. We talked about Robin Hood Men in Tights. I also saw free on YouTube um, Spaceballs. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, Spaceballs. Let me see what other. Uh, let me see what else is uh, free. Um, give me a moment. Uh, uh, Robocop. Mm. Okay. Um, Um, Free Birds, um, Starsky and Hutch, uh, mm-hmm. and nothing else, um, worth that I can say is any good that I've seen. Um, oh. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing else that I've seen so far. Uh, <laughs> I can say is a good free movie on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But um, and what else? So I've um, I do have um. 
one more thing, and that's um, I've kind of ended the class for something called the PMP. Have I talked about it on here? I forget. The the uh, project management uh, course. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked. Yeah, you mentioned it last time. Yeah, I've finished that class, and soon enough, I'm going to take that test and hopefully pass it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems there is a lot of um, there is a lot of heavy work in terms of the. Um, the statistics part of it, like there's stuff like um, estimated value, so mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff I haven't learned before. So, other than that, seems like an easy enough test. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we shall see what happens. Um, <sighs> I think that's. I think that's most of what I have, other than um, I finally beat Age of Calamity. Woohoo! <laughs> I have to start it one of these days. Um, at this point, this game is um, each character's cap is at level 100. Mm hmm. I do see them making DLC, though. I haven't... A, on the file that I have saved right now, it says completed. Mm-hmm. But it's does not... It have a, it's, does, it have a, does it have a dot, dot, dot after it? No. It isn't 100% completed, though. So I... Oh, okay. But I do have a feeling that there is going to be DLC for this game because mm-hmm. there is a. I won't. No spoilers here, but there are a couple characters that um, look like they're playable. So uh-huh. we will probably see maybe. I don't know, five, ten more characters come out of this series, and I am not going to spoil anything in terms of a. there is... At this point in the file, I have, like, 16 characters. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say whom. A, you know that two of them are Link and Zelda. Right. Of course. Right. But, yeah, we shall um, uh, see what happens. When would you expect the, to see the DLC come out for that? Would that be probably in a couple months? Or when Nintendo's trying to get folks interested in, in uh, Breath of the Wild 2, let's say? I mean, that could be the other thing. Like, seeing that they're buying the trademarks... It might be sooner, like maybe within the next few months, something like that. But because it'd be fun to see some of these characters' backstories. There's a couple that um, 
there's a couple that sh- should have backstories because they seem like um, interesting characters. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's basically all I have. And there's I mean, outside of um, um, heard in an article that um, the country should be vaccinated by end of this year, July. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who knows? We shall see. <laughs> we'll wait and see what happens with that. I'm not going to go to any um, big conventions probably probably this year. Mm-hmm. We'll see, though. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't even think big conventions are going to be happening until you know we get a critical mass in terms of vaccines. Which, depending on how, you know what ever ability, you know, the pharmaceutical companies have to ramp up production could either be, you know, by the beginning of summer or the end of summer or end of the year. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. 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 We shall see. And yeah, we got a, we have two more minutes. So Phil, where can we find you? Same place as always, hiding out until the vaccine comes. Yeah, same here. You can find me at uh, waiting for the vaccine as well. You can find me at eInformed.com, informed with an A, and also making clever memes with my name. (laughs) I'll probably be... uh... You know, I'll probably dive back into Cyberpunk uh, 2077 at some point and see how it holds up. Yeah. If I ever get that game, it'll be sometime, like, maybe end of the year. Mm-hmm. But, yep. All right. Dave, um, as always... Uh, don't forget to be awesome. If you're still listening to this, um, watch Project for Awesome live stream for the next hour. <laughs> um, they're doing great work this year. <laughs> All right. Um, don't forget to be awesome. DFTBA. <sighs> wear a mask. Wash your wear hands. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. <laughs> Yeah, from what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Talk All to right. you later. See you later. Thanks. All right, guys, clear.